This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinza. All right, so let me get this straight. So I'm not really here? No, you're not. So, but I am. But if I'm not here, where am I? You're on vacation. But, but I'm here. As of this moment, you are. But when people hear this, you're not here. But it's still the Decibel Geek Podcast. Last I checked. And I'm still Aaron Camaro? I hope so. And you're still Chris Sinzak? No, I'm Tommy Thayer. What the hell's going on no, here? I'm just kidding. Oh, thank goodness. You scared me there for a second. So this is still the Decibel Geek Podcast. Yes. And we still are a lot of people's favorite rock and roll podcast, right? If they're smart. All right, awesome. <laughs> so that's cool. So we're going to do something a little bit different today, I guess. Yeah. There's been a lot of bands over the years that have taken their names from the animal kingdom. Yes. I guess we're going to look at some of them today. Yeah. Rock and roll spirit animals. And we're going to look at our rock and roll spirit animals. We're trying to be millennial here. so <laughs> I don't think the playlist is going to work then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until we start playing music, then it's all over. So if I'm not here and I'm on vacation, how will we do the Geeks of the Week? And how will we do our Facebook reviews and our iTunes reviews and our recommendations? How will we do that? Well, Pod Chaser, where, how? I've watched you do this a few times. Okay. So I think I can help fill in this time. So I'll just throw down these smoke bombs mm-hmm. and disappear for a moment and then poof, swing back in here when you're done. Yeah. Okay, ready? Okay, Geeks of the Week this week are Mike Grabowski, Brad Schick, Carla Kirby, Dave Shirt, Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews, Trevor McDougal, Jason Smith, Bill Elam, Simon Cat, James West, Adam Cox, Sean Cullen, Joseph Capone, Mikhail Burrell, Jeffrey Mendenhall, Decibel Geek TV, David Glenn, Kevin Williams, Greg McGlone, The Bakery Podcast, Aaron Baker, Shea Hargett, Cobras and Fire, Todd Cunningham, Baco, Paul Kane, David Davis, Wayne Cross, Derek Leba, Christian Schimbeck, Mark Alden-Taylor, Freeform Rock Podcast, Rodney Dixon, J.J. Mack, Robin the Hood, Coxie, Christopher Stokes, Eladio, Mighty K27, Focus on Metal, and of course, the Mooger Fooger. <coughs> All right. All right, I'm back. Yeah. That was awesome. Too much smoke. I sure hope we had some reviews. Me too. All right. <laughs> well, are you ready to spread your wings and fly? Yeah, let's do it. Are us. you ready to bark at the moon? Yeah. Are you ready to drink milk out of a bowl on the floor? I don't know about that. Okay. Well, let's talk about some rock and roll spirit animals then. We had a shit ton of suggestions from people, and we'll get into <laughs> There's that. There's a lot of them. Yeah. I, at first, I was like, can I come up with enough of this? And then the more I thought about it, and then I put it out to you guys, the listeners, and Damn, so many so many bands named after animals. This is a six-hour show. Some of you went into insects, though, so I don't know if that's cheating. I don't know. What about a scorpion? Somebody could have a scorpion as their spirit animal, right? They very well could. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Well, let's find out. I guess let's talk about, like I said, some spirit animals. Here's one that's really popular. It's one of the most popular and most chosen spirit animals. And that's the thing about spirit animals. I guess to say what a spirit animal is... It's something that a person connects with. Like, you might think you see a lot of something. You know, ducks. You see ducks all the time. And every time you see duck, you find money. You think, clearly, a duck must be my spirit animal, right? So you start collecting duck stuff and keeping it around all the time, and you feel lucky. I don't know if people do that or not. It's, it's something <laughs> like that anyway, you know. But people have spirit animals, animals that they relate to. And so today we'll have some fun. And like I said, this is one of the more popular ones. I'm talking about the eagle. The eagle spirit animal is an inspiring messenger. 
Well, let me tell you, people, we're in for a treat today. Because okay, I'm glad one of us did homework for I got, this. Oh, we're going to have fun <laughs> today. Because I didn't. All right, check this out. This all comes from spiritanimal.info.com. I didn't know such a site existed. Neither did I. The things I learned doing this show, it's amazing. So anyway, the eagle, it's a powerful animal totem that offers lessons about looking closely at the most minute of details in order to see life from a broader perspective. When this graceful hunter comes into your life, it's time to look inward with a careful eye. Allow your heart to guide you, and opportunities you never dreamed were possible will present themselves when you least expect it. Man, these eagles are awesome. Those guided by the eagle are also resilient and in complete harmony with the spiritual aspects of their life. Unafraid of the unknown, these seekers accept life's challenges with unshakable courage, determination, and confidence. Pretty cool stuff, huh? Yeah. All right, check this out. So as a power animal, the eagle is most frequently associated with wisdom and freedom, intuition, strength, courage, resilience, vision, healing, and sexual power. Mm Mm-hmm. Speaking of sexual power, that brings us to a very specific type of eagle, the eagles of death metal. If the eagle of death metal is your spirit animal, then you have a funky, groovy 70s, kind of a California cool deep down inside your soul, just begging to be set free. And here's a great way to do that. From the 2006 album Death by Sexy, this is Eagles of Death Metal with I Like to Move in the Night.
That's good stuff, right? Stop looking at me like that. Drop, I'm telling you, they're awesome. Dropping a lot of knowledge before the song there. I guess. I'm going to have to trim a little of that back. What does that site say about lions? Because that's fine. I'm just kidding. Just wait. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, good. Well played. Hey, check this out. The Eagles of Death Metal presents Boots Electric performing the best songs we never wrote. Worldwide release on June 7th. It's a cover album, mm. and it's going to be him doing covers of Kiss, ACDC, Stevie Miller, The Ramones, and a whole lot more. Mary J. Blige, George Michael, Kenny Rogers. Wow. It's going to be awesome. It's a mixed bag. He's doing God of Thunder. Is he? Eagles of Death Metal doing mm. a cover of God of Thunder. I can't wait. So I don't have any um, giant heaps of knowledge about spirit animals. What for kind of animal picks. you got? I got a lion. I don't know um, nothing about lions. Okay, well they're neither, big and they're mean. They're the king of the jungle. That's, that's all true. I know. That's true. But uh, you know, I just kind of, I just want, I was winging it this week. So, um, but this was the first one that came to mind, and uh, I haven't got to play much white lion in the past on the show, so I figured we might as well spend something of theirs. I got to uh, interview Mike Tramp one time. I know you did. That was pretty cool. I wish I could have been there. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great interview. Yeah, it turned out all right. Especially when the the storm comes in and you guys uh, have to retreat inside. And we get swept away. Yeah. But uh thought I would play something off the Pride album produced by our friend Michael Wagner. Recording process took six weeks. This uh, this actually shows the power of MTV because the, the first single, Wait, was released on June 1st, 1987. But didn't really do anything until MTV began airing the video in January of 88. It's the power. And seven months after its release, pushing the single to number eight on the Billboard Hot 100. That shows the power of MTV. Wow. But uh, I'm not going to play that song. I'm going to play the f- song the, that Thank kicked goodness. this. <laughs> hey, now. You had me scared there for a second. I'm going, inside my heart, I'm going, don't do it. Don't do it. Play something that rocks. Please this is When the Children Cry. No, um, oh, no, please, no. Uh, <laughs> not that one either. This is probably the heaviest song on the album, and it leads off the album. This is a cool track called Hunger.
that's more like it. That's the way lion I'm talking about. Figure out lions get hungry and they roar and all yeah. that. Lion's my first spirit animal of the day. Okay, so if a lion That's is your spirit animal, for you, folks. you're probably feeling hungry a lot, so go get something to eat. Yeah. All right, check this out. The Dogs de More. Mm. We haven't talked about them before. They're a hard rock band that were formed in London in the early 80s, and the way I understand it is they, they came up around the same time as the Choir Boys, or as they're known here in the States, the London, London Choir Boys. Boys. They got signed by a label out of Finland, but fell apart right before they went into the studio. So they're an English band with a lead vocalist that grew up in the States, and his name is Tyla. And Tyla kept the name and replaced all the other members that had left and went ahead and recorded their first album in 1984. They've recorded 11 studio albums over the years with Tyla surrounding himself with mostly revolving cast members. During the 2000s, Cher Pedersen from Vixen was a member with her husband, the drummer, Bam. The band has fallen apart and rebuilt several times over the years, but they've released a ton of material, and they still do pretty good for themselves in Europe. In 2017, they released a live BBC Sessions album called Swing in the Bottles, but this one comes off their fifth studio album released in 1990. This is the Dogs de More with Back on the Juice. Thanks. 
one i like that i got that cd it's pretty good that's good stuff so the dog animal spirit you know it represents love protection and loyalty of course that's what dogs do um the cool thing i found about dogs and spirit animals is that they say some dogs all have like the same characteristics because they are you know descendants of wolves and coyotes Mm -hmm. originally but then when you get into the different breeds there's different spirituality things tied to each one so you know they say if a dog this is all some hippy dippy stuff i know (laughs) but we're having fun with it today (laughs) so if a dog comes into your life you should pay attention to that dog because it might be bringing the aspects of life that you need to you because that's just the way shit works my dog just begs for food all the time see there you go what what aspect of my life would that be (laughs) You're hungry like I'm, a lion. I'm not missing that. any meals, so um, there you go. It's uh, perfect. Uh, and I'm I'm dog sitting for uh, my daughter and her boyfriend. So I got four dogs in the house. So I'm not a big nice. fan of dogs right no. now. No, dogs I mean, are definitely not your spirit animal at the moment. Not today. <laughs> Pretty annoying, in fact. And especially when um, the two dogs that we're dog sitting for, one of them hasn't been fixed, and the other one's a female, and he just he he's humping her constantly. Oh no! They're not, he's not actually doing anything. He's just like yeah. humping the air. Uh, it's just like, isn't your back gonna break by now? It's it's really comical. He'll never stop. You didn't think you would hear about this today, did he's you? He's Gene Simmons' spirit animal. Yeah. Wow. So I guess I'm gonna go to the reptile kingdom for my next spirit animal. Okay. Wanted to play something by King Cobra. Nice. They didn't get to play too much of their stuff, and it's weird. I, uh, you know, their glory years were with Mark Free, who is now Marcy Free. But and of course, I can't, I can't put down the genius of Never Say Die Iron Eagle because it's been such an inspiration to yes. us over the years. Yeah, it sure has. And, you know, every time it's I hear got, it, it's got a legendary place in the hearts of everyone involved you know, with Decibel Geek. The listeners, right to us. Every time I play it, Lou Gossett shows up and starts making me do push-ups. I don't. It's just. <laughs> So I have to be ready to exercise if I put that song yeah, in. Yeah, it's the perfect exercise song. And it was so fun busting McSweeta's balls about that, that video when yeah, he was on the show. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, you had to bring that up, didn't you? That's uh, awesome. But uh, I, I honestly prefer the, the later years with Paul Shortino doing the vocals. Yeah. I just think his gruff kind of growly vocals just fit their music better to me or just better to my ear. So I'm going to spend something off of the self-titled album that came out in April of 2011. And uh, it was the first one to feature Paul on vocals and the first since 1986 to feature Johnny Rod, Mick Sweeta, and David Henserling, who was, of course, David Michael Phillips on bass and guitar, respectively. That's like a super group. Yeah, a lot of great yeah. musicians. And um, 
But I just, I love this record. I think it's great. So uh, from 2011's King Cobra, this is Tear Down the Walls. Part of my spirit, a cobra would represent. But do you know there's people that actually consider snakes their spirit animals? 
I wouldn't be surprised. Stick around if you want to learn more. Okay. Because I'm sure we'll be talking about snakes. Here I had a, a ball bit. python for a couple of weeks when I was yeah. in high school. Yeah. And then it got out of the cage, and my parents put a real fast stop to that. Oh, man. Yeah, that'll yeah. do it. I know Jamie's brother bought one. This was years ago, bought one, and he was staying with her parents, but they had the little chihuahua, so that was never going to work. So then we got stuck with the snake, and we had him for a long, long time. The snake wasn't so bad. I just didn't like messing with the mice and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's that's the worst part of that it. That is the worst part. But we'll talk about more about them as spirit animals, not so much pets in a little bit. You wouldn't put the mouse <laughs> they, down in the cage and scream, Unleash the fury! All right, so... The cat, as we know it today, as the domestic animal, was not common in the time of the American Indians, right? Mm -hmm. It's introduced by the European settlers, so it's not a part of the traditional totemic traditions. Nevertheless, the cat symbol has been around for a long time, many ancient and modern cultures around the world. One of the most well-known is the worship of the cat in ancient Egypt. The cat carries many meanings revolving around the balance between seemingly opposites. The cat generally represents patience, waiting for the right moment to act, independence, spirit of adventure, courage, deep, relaxed connection with self, and of course, curiosity in the exploration of the unknown. Because cats can be seen roaming around at night, they're always associated in several cultures with the realm of darkness. By extension, the cat has become considered a symbol or representative of witchcraft, of dark magic arts, and especially if it's one of those black cats. You better watch out for that. Another way to see the meaning of a cat, be at ease when most other animals and humans are not. Cat people keep their cool, apparently, if that's your animal. If the cat shows up in your life as a spirit guide, or you have this animal as your totem, you might be inclined to start exploring areas in your life or aspects of yourself that you do not know yet. But for now, let's just explore this. From 1989, this is one of my favorite albums of all time. Talking about Wake Me When It's Over. This is Faster Pussycat with Little Dove.
so good. Sleazy. Oh, I love it. Oh, man. I'll never forget. Like, that was one of the albums that you're waiting at the music store mm-hmm. for them to open the gate in the mall and let you in and run in and grab it on the first day. See, I didn't get to do that. I, Poison Ivy was my first exposure to them. Was yeah. the video for that. So I got into them basically, I guess, right after the album came Pretty out. Pretty quick after, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Great times. I miss that. Mm-hmm. You know, Fast Pussycat... If they're your spirit animal, then your spirit's filled with a rebellious attitude, and you don't like to sit at home for too long. Fast Pussycat's got a whole lot of tour dates coming up in just about every single state in the entire United States of America. If you are living in a state, you need to check this out. FastPussycat.com slash tour. Go see them. Go love them. Buy a t-shirt. Buy an album. Support these guys. Keep this kind of rock and metal alive. Fast Pussycat, they're still out there doing it. And they're kicking ass. They're coming to Nashville. They are. I'm going to see that. Yep. Always a good show. Always yes. a good live band. Fun, just sleazy, down and dirty rock and roll. If I tallied up all the bands I've seen in my life, I bet your Pastor Pussycat's right up there. I've seen them a bunch of times. Yeah. And every time they come to town, I want to go again because mm-hmm. all the songs are just so good. Yeah. I love it. So um, my next spirit animal is an eagle. And if you want to know a lot of knowledge about the spirit animal of the eagle, just rewind about 25 minutes uh-huh. on your iPod and you can hear all of it. All kinds of stuff. It's, yeah, a lot of good stuff. So I'm just going to I'm gonna cheat off Aaron. Okay, cool. One. That's perfect. So um, a band that never gets enough airplay and, and certainly doesn't get any radio airplay, but we try to play them when we can to spread eagles. Shoot, yeah, they're awesome. So a band from New York City, another casualty of the early 90s. Good rock and roll band that just got swallowed up by grunge. Yep, came out just a little too late at the wrong time. And, man, you know, that's one of them bands that think if they'd come out a little bit earlier, they'd have been been. massive. Yeah, or at least, you know, they'd at least still be a regular touring act. For sure. And um, Rob DeLuca, the original bass player, you may know that name because he plays bass for Sebastian Bach these days. We saw him in Nashville. That's right. And also with Brent Woods on guitar, who was in another great early 90s band, Wildside. That's right. So, you know, like they, I'm glad those guys are still working. But exciting news, though, um, you know, Spread Eagle signed with Frontiers, and they have a new record coming out August 9th of this year. That's cool. So I'm really excited to hear what they're going to do. Oh, man, after all this time, can you imagine how good it's going to be? Yeah. This band is so very unsung and, and deserve a lot more attention. They're just such a great band. You know, I had to pick one song off of it. So this is Spread Eagle doing a song called Spread Eagle from an album called Spread, Spread Eagle. Eagle.
so underrated so good everybody go out and get that spread eagle make it a part of your collection make it a part of your life i'm glad frontier signed them back up because i i'm really curious to hear what they sound like this many years later yeah you want to hear one more story about the eagle sure (laughs) you're gonna play an eagle song no oh okay this is just one little extra thing i saved it since you also picked an eagle okay do you know how eagles fuck (laughs) (laughs) these are the things i learned by doing the research for doing these shows no 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 eagle porn (laughs) so this is also on that website about spirit animals so apparently what an eagle do is it'll find its mate and they'll get way way up in the sky Mm -hmm. and they'll fly around each other and try to peck at each other and stuff they're doing their little flying around foreplay shit and then they lock claws and they fall because they can't fly when they're locked up. So they fall and they fuck, 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 as much as they can, as much as they can, till they get to the very bottom. And then they break apart and fly back up wow. and do it again. It's like a crazy fetish. Yeah, you know, they gotta, <laughs> they almost die every single time. Wow. But that's the only way they can do it. Hmm. Can't just bend her over a limb, I guess. You can't? I don't know. I've never fucked an eagle. I think that's <laughs> illegal, Chris. Look, what you I don't think you can do that. What you and Don Henley do in the privacy of your own <laughs> home is, is your business. <laughs> Sorry, too easy. Oh man. <laughs> All right. So, 
Wow. All right. Okay. <laughs> so do we continue from there or do we just end it now? I don't know. Do we? I don't know. <laughs> Let's keep going. I don't know if we should. <laughs> this is going to be one of the weirder episodes we've uh, done. All right. So we, we talked about King Cobra earlier and I told you that the snake would reoccur. And so the snake animal meaning is a powerful connection to life force and to primal energy in many cultures. It's revered as a powerful totem representing the source of life. When the snake animal appears in your life it likely means that healing opportunities change important transitions and increased energy are manifesting if you have a dream with a snake it invites you to look into your own life to find what's poisonous and get rid of it before it sneaks up and it bites you in ancient traditions snakes are also symbols of healing power in the greek mythology the god of medicine is featured with a with two snakes climbing up a rod right that's familiar yep speaking of a rod if your spirit animal is white snake, then have I got something to show you. Here's a classic from the 1987 self-titled White Snake album. This one's a rocker, and it's called Crying in the Rain.
Good stuff, man. Yeah. White Snake. You know, White Snake's got that new album. It's pretty awesome. I haven't got to really dive in too much on it, but I've heard good things about it. Oh, it's it. pretty awesome. You really ought to check it out. If you dig White Snake, you owe it to yourself. Check out that new album. You know what else they got going on? Uh-huh. They've got the Slide It In six disc 35th anniversary special edition coming out. Wow. So I'm guessing it has both versions of the It's record. got both versions, and then it's got, like, demo versions. It's got songs that didn't make it onto the album. That sounds cool. It's got some cool live stuff. It's really hmm. cool, man. Really cool. If you want to check up. that stuff out, just go to the White Snake website. You know, Google it. It'll take you right there, and it's got all that stuff. And their tour dates. I think they're doing some stuff in Japan right now. But cool. White Snake, yeah. You got to love that. Cool. So, uh... My next spirit animal is a tiger. I don't know nothing about tigers. I guess the same as lions and the same as cats. But it's a tiger spelled with a Y. Oh, that's a special kind of tiger. And it hails from Pantang. I like where this is going. So this was one that came kind of quickly to, to mind because I, I love tigers of Pantang. Early part of the new wave of British heavy metal formed in 1978 in England active until 87 and then reformed in 99 and they're still performing today as far as i know right on just a great band um i interesting with the white snake connection you know john sykes was in this band early on that's right right before he jumped on board was thin lizzy so it's an interesting connection but i'm gonna play something from the last studio album that they've done this was one of my top songs of 2016 and i still listen to it regularly on my playlist this is tigers of pantang with only the brave
Tiger with a T and a Y. I love that song. And a G and an R. It's awesome. Tiger's a Pantang. As another band, nobody ever turned me on to that when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I got well right when I first got into Metallica. That's when I started researching a lot yeah. of the new wave of British heavy metal bands, and they were one of them I got into. Right on. That's cool. I'm glad we're older and smarter now. We found these things. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready for another one? Yeah. Okay, check this out. This one's a really popular spirit animal, and it's the crow. It's been considered to be a very important spiritual animal since ancient times. Crows were known as messengers from the gods sent to deliver warnings. Dreams of crows have been said to be a sign of great fortune coming your way. And the crow has always been closely associated with wizardry. And they say that seeing lots of crows is a reminder of the magic and mystery that surrounds us every day. The crow is also a symbol for a higher perspective. And speaking of higher perspectives, nobody gets higher than the black crows. (laughs) I can't believe this one got left off of the uh, Southern Harmony and Musical Companion album in 1992 because it's one of my all-time favorite Black Crows songs. These guys, you might be surprised. You listen to some of these deeper cuts, man. The Black Crows really do rock, and here's proof of that. From 1992, it's the Black Crows with 99 Pounds.
Fuck yeah. Black Crows. You like that? I do. That's a good tune. I can dig some Black Crows. Me too. And I got to give a plug to uh, our good friend uh, David Hudson, who uh, just started a Black Crows podcast called State of America. That's cool. I like that. Check that one out if you can, because it's it's, it's really good stuff. And he really knows Black Crows stuff because he's a diehard fan. That's very cool, man. I hope all the Black Crows fans discover that because, I mean, one day they will and they'll be like, where has this been all my life? Okay. You know, that's cool. I love podcasts that are dedicated to certain bands. The Crow, it's the second most popular spirit animal. You know what number one is? Guess. It's not a lion. It's not a tiger. Or is it a tiger? It's nothing we've talked about already today. A sheep? Butterfly? It's a butterfly. Uh, nice one, Sinzak. You got it. I'm proud of you. Well, if you'd done the Crazy Town song, I would have gotten it much faster. <laughs> <laughs> come my lady come come my lady oh no we've officially hit we oh no this show has gone completely off the rails now we're talking about stuff like that and i'm uh before i get into the last pick of the day <laughs> oh, i want to through the magic of editing yeah is there anything that you maybe might want to say about rock and pod it was probably said earlier okay cool all right right on <laughs> good deal perfect Edit magic all right, so I put it to the listeners on the Decibel Geek fan page on Facebook. I want to know what their spirit animals are. There's well, some who do they list? Well, there's one that got mentioned that I just mentioned not too long ago that I wish I had picked now, and that's Budgie. Oh, yeah, Budgie's perfect. Budgie. Yeah. I wish I had played a Budgie song now. So we've got sick. A parrot in a cage. That's not a good spirit animal. So here's some of the listener suggestions. Sick puppies. Uh-huh, yeah. Be- the Beastie Boys. Uh, that's that's reaching. That's reaching. Cat power. Yes. A flock of seagulls. You, yeah, not for playing, but definitely <laughs> list them, I guess. Mr. Kitty. I don't know Mr. Kitty. You ever heard of pig or pig face? Yes. I think Tammy Down had something to do with that. That's some industrial stuff, I think. Tito and Tarantula. Don't oh, know. And then at the end of the comment, oops, you said rock. Never mind. Ha ha. Ha ha. Well, Budgie's rock. What about cats and boots? What about the monkeys? Well, let me keep going. All right. Great, great white. That was an Yeah, I thought about gray white. Somebody said a wasp. Ha ha. Yes, of course. White snake, of course. Yeah, got that. Wasp. Wolves in the throne room. Haven't heard of them. Hmm, that's a cool sounding name, though. Anytime you got wolf in your name, that automatically makes your band name pretty cool, right? Another We're one. iron wolf. We're stone wolf. We're wolves of hell. We're yeah. whatever. Wolves always work. Yes. There's a company of wolves. The Steve Conti band. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, rat. We didn't pick any rats. Of course. Rat's a perfect one. <laughs> I don't know if I want to say rat's my spirit animal, but... Um, <laughs> You will live your life in the gutter. Another obvious one. Can't believe no one said the Beatles. Yeah, the Beatles. Like you yeah. said, you start getting into bugs then. Lizard King. Lizard King. Like Bla- Jesus Black- in the in the lizard something? I don't know. Black Crows. Three-Toed Sloth. Is there a band called Three-Toed Sloth? I don't know. Maybe I'll check into that. There's one for Spread Eagle. Uh, Rain Wolf. See? Right yep. there. Rain Wolf. Perfect. Another obvious one. Def Leppard. Yep. Didn't pick any Leppard. Because that was originally spelt out like Def yep. Leppard, right? When they were young. Dinosaur Junior. Yep. That's a good one. Manowar. Manowar. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Technically, because it's like the sea creature, right? right. That's great. Scorpions. Uh, yeah. You might hear that in a minute. Uh, Rock Lobster. <laughs> that's a B-52 song. Oh, that's a song. Rhino Bucket. Yeah, I thought about Rhino Bucket. Yeah, faster pussycat. 
Definitely. Had a few people say White Tiger, the Mark St. John uh, band. Yeah, yeah. Tigers of Pantang, Y&T Black Tiger, which that'd be the song. We tried to stick with band names. Yeah. Battle Beast, they're a newer kind of power metal band with a female singer. Okay. White Snake, The Monkees. Yeah. Steppenwolf. Oh, yeah. Steppenwolf. See, perfect. So another Tigers of the Pantang, Vixen. Yeah. Jackal. Oh, yeah. I thought about Jackal, too. That was too easy. Glass Tiger. I don't know about no Glass Tigers. It's a pop band. Whoopie Cat? Never heard of Whoopie Cat. Go check it out right now. Le- you remember <laughs> Le- metal. Do you remember Leather Wolf? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles. The Winery Dogs. Yeah. Tiger Tails. Oh, yeah. Tiger Tails. They were cool. Lamb of God. Yeah. Praying Mantis. Okay. Steel Panther. Steel Panther. Yeah, that's an easy one. Had a few votes for Zebra. Oh, yeah. Zebra. Let's see. Then it's just... They had well, some kind of cool songs. Mastodon. Yeah. And then my favorite comment. Good question. I know you can kill all of them with anthrax or seven dust. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jason Tucker. That's not right. Well played, Jason. <laughs> all right. So I've got the last pick. And I think this is kind of a cool way to go out because when you think of the Scorpions, you, t- you tend to think of Klaus Mines' vocals and everything. Oh, yeah. But this is some... This is... If, if you're if you happen to be driving while you're listening to this, or if you're on vacation listening to this, this is one of those driving at sunset on a long drive through the desert type of songs, and it's just an instrumental, and it just it just kicks ass. Okay. And the whole album Love Drive kicks ass. Oh man, that is such a good album. You know, when I was a kid, I didn't really like the Scorpions. Like the mm. first thing I ever heard was Rocky Like a Hurricane. It was all right, but it seemed I don't know. I I never got down with the singing, you know, yeah. because the the different inflection from German to U.S. it just never never really clicked with me until I got a little older, yeah, and started going back and discovering some of these earlier albums. Great and stuff. Love Drive is an album that is perfect. Yeah, there's you not know, a bad song. There's on there. not a Even bad the song. Even the reggae song's good. Oh man, we were talking about yeah. that. That's a whole ins. I tried to talk Chris Sinzak into doing a reggae rock episode one time. You're welcome. Ba- I talked him based, out of it. based on this one Scorpion <laughs> song. And then it's like, well, yeah, but what else do we play? And it's like, oh, I don't know. So never mind. We never did it. But if you get a chance to yeah. check out the Scorpions reggae song. I can't remember the name it's, of it. But it it's the greatest it's reggae the song, song the of all time. It's really good. It's definitely at least the best German reggae song you, of all time. And when you hear that, if you haven't heard the song, you're thinking, how the fuck could that be good? It is. I listened to it today. I'm like, it's a pretty good song. Super cool. Weird, <laughs> but, but cool. But to take us out today, uh, I hope you're enjoying your vacation right now and having a good time and i hope uh, so too and i hope you guys enjoyed this very offbeat episode of decibel geek for once in our lives we're actually kind of a week ahead yeah we kind of are from love drive this is scorpions get in the car take off this is coast to coast and we'll see you next week see you
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.